Hi, my name is Tyler Diaz, and this is my podcast about universal basic income. So, let's start with what UBI really is. So, UBI, there's not really a clear-cut definition to what it is and what could be implemented. Right, A lot of people view it differently. Is it a complement to welfare? Is it a replacement for welfare? Is it enough to live a middle-class life? That's the question. Um, for the sake of argument, I'll be using the minimum basic income, which is the amount of money that you need to just live above the poverty line. So to live above the poverty line is about $1,000 a month or $12,000 a year. Obviously, as we know, each state has a different standard of living from that $1,000 a month. Cost of living is different in each state. Somewhere like California and New York have much higher cost of living than somewhere like Kansas. So UBI can be adjusted. Obviously, adjustments are important to the policy because policy is never that simple. Right, major opponents to UBI ask, where is this money coming from? Well, the money is not being created um, by printers. It is re- merely being adjusted. Or at least that's how it should go if policymakers were willing to. Uh, a good example is moving the defense budget, you know, lowering it, uh, raising taxes on the very wealthy, especially the 1%, as well as corporations, as well as, you know, just literally getting rid of some government programs like welfare and other things, right? Now, you may be asking yourself, you know, is this feasible? Well, yes, there are studies done that show that it can be effective, such as one in 1970s where in Canada where um, people were given $1,000 a month, and it really showed that less than 1% of people stopped working, mostly to either find better jobs or to spend more time at home with family, right? So, and then there was another study done in 2013 by the World Bank showing where people's money went, obviously depending on income. So the lower income workers ended up spending less on the stereotypical booze, alcohol, uh, cigarettes, drugs, than the rich did. The rich ended up spending more money on that thing, while the poor people ended up spending more money on necessities. Obviously because necessities are more important to the poor people. So, all in all, if spending money in the wrong places and unemployment is not really an issue, then what's stopping people? Well, it's mostly about the people we have in Congress. Both Republicans and Democrats alike can't even agree on what it is or how to implement it. Someone like Andrew Yang is one of the more progressives, along with Bernie Sanders and AOC, who agree that this is probably the future. Automation will inevitably cause UBI to become very important. Because as we move forward... Renewable energy, as well as automation of simple task jobs, like cashiers, as we already know cashiers are being replaced, unemployment will become an issue, and people's costs and people's standards of living will inevitably drop when they lose jobs. UBI can't be taxed, which is incredibly important to mention, 
because it shows that, you know, their job cannot take away from their basic living necessities, which is incredibly important for everyone. It raises the standard of living of everyone, and that's why it's so crucial to understand and really to implement. If COVID's shown us anything, it's that jobs are vulnerable, and so are people. When they don't have jobs, there's no security of their basic living needs. And a UBI would genuinely would have been a great fallback measure instead of trying to push through stimulus checks while it's extra money going to places where we didn't need it. That's why UBI is important. And that is why it needs to be implemented sooner rather than later. Next, I will be introducing my interviewee, uh, Kate Diaz, or my mother. Thank you for joining us tonight. Always a pleasure. So the topic at hand today is universal basic income. It's a pretty out there topic that's been talked about a lot in politics, especially over the last four years with some major politicians bringing it up, some like Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, AOC, those being the mainstream ones. And as we move forward, it's going to continue to be a hot topic as um, alternatives come up and standard of living continues to be questioned uh, throughout the United States. So my first question would be, do you think it is a viable alternative to uh, put universal basic income in instead of welfare or as a replacement? So I think if you're going to replace welfare, that universal basic income is a good place to start that thinking. As with all government programs, you'd have to be thoughtful about how you're going to take one program out and replace it with another. In doing so, you'd want to assure yourself that you didn't throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. So there are some preventative and thoughtful measures in welfare in terms of people with disability or children and things like that. So I'd be curious as to see how those things factored into a universal basic income concept. Uh, But I do believe that the mindset behind universal basic income is more productive than the welfare mindset, where welfare really is about kind of this, what can like a stopgap measure to fill in between jobs, whereas universal basic income's mindset is we're going to attempt to level the playing field by giving everybody the similar jumping off point. Um, So I think the mindset shift is probably the biggest political challenge, but I think there's room to make that happen. Okay. So my next question would then be, how would you fund such a large project like universal basic income? I think you'd have to be really thoughtful about where money is currently being spent and how we could shift funds. Because I do think that the American population becomes overburdened if we excessively increase taxes to cover a universal basic income. It's why this can't be a sole invention. It has to be something encompassed in a sort of a complete overhaul of the system, whereby you can take some of the welfare funds and reallocate them to these types of programs. And are there other programs that would no longer longer need to be in existence or relevant. And then quite frankly, I think we do need to look at the corporate tax structure that we currently employ in by, you know, where these large massive corporations are getting tax cuts that are really rather extensive. 
So I think there's places where we can look to increase taxes that won't overburden um, the middle class, which I think we're trying to build up in this process. Okay. Um, so my final question would then be, uh, what do you believe that the stand? What do you believe would happen to the standard of living in this country if it were to be in place in comparison to where it is today? Well, I think the standard of living potentially could obviously go up. I think that's the intent of the program. It's the d- intent of the design. It certainly is sort of the mindset like Andrew Yang brought to the table about we need to elevate the floor so that people can. Um, achieve higher gains. And some of that is it also levels the playing field for individuals who may not be able to attain, you know, master's or degree programs that allow them to gain access to salaries that are really high. So it makes it possible to survive really on a lower paying job. And I think that's really an important thing to consider is if you are an individual who works at a $15, $20 an hour job, you can't sustain a family. You need to have multiple jobs. Does this then become a way for that person to have access to a better quality of living without needing to necessarily work three jobs to make it happen? Okay. Thank you for your time. Anytime. Hopefully that gave you better insight to what UBI is, how it could be implemented, and really what it means for it to be implemented. Uh, There hopefully will be politicians in the future that are willing to consider this over a current state of welfare. It's a very interesting concept. It is one of the most ambitious in the world right now. And obviously in the U.S. it is a big talking point, along with health care. These are the important issues going forward, and hopefully my podcast gave you some insight as to what it means. Thank you for joining us.